Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox here, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Ooh, y'all, I got a legend for y'all today. She's the original member of the iconic singing trio, The Supremes, who achieved superstardom in the 60s. She broke down racial barriers and helped define the Motown sound. This legendary singer is still hustling with a new book called Supreme Glamour, where she shares groundbreaking stories of the Supremes and showcases her gorgeous costume collection. She's also the proud grandmother to 10 grandkids, and she recently just added a great-grandchild. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, the legendary Miss Mary Wilson. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi there, girlfriend. Thank you. And, and you know, it's a pleasure speaking with you because we're always crossing paths in, in this world of entertainment that we're in. And I want to, before we go anything else about me, I just want to say that, you know, I watch you all the time, and Aww. you're doing so much, girlfriend. Yes, I'm in fact, you're doing what I want to do. I really wanted to become become an actress myself, really? but I'm so busy making making money and 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 raising my my children. And I, actually, you said ten grandchildren. I have ten plus. I have one great grandchild. Okay, so. right, all right. She said, "Don't you need all my great grandbaby?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the family keeps yeah. on growing. So now, I, yeah. I didn't know this about you, but you live in Las mm-hmm. Vegas now. I do live in Las Vegas. In fact, I've had a home here for for years. Really? Uh, but yeah, I, I actually moved. I moved out of L.A. in about I, I don't know about the eighties, I guess. And and I I went to Washington D.C. for a while, and then I moved to uh, Vegas, mm. where I raised my children there. So they went to school there. And uh, well, so they did go to Beverly High when we moved back. So then I moved back to LA. So I mean, I've been moving back and forth, but I've always kept my home here, and it's it's a great home. It's uh, like seven thousand square feet. It's okay. on a golf course, a gated okay. thing. But but see, but see, but see, it's okay. too it was too big. It was too big for me when the children left me and went back to LA. So I was right. in this big old house by myself. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. Okay, I, and now, I'm uh, keeping uh, safe. Look, I mean, wait. I just want to say I'm keeping okay. safe distance from everybody, okay, in this big house. And the fact that they're me to death, I'm like... <laughs> now, so, something that you and I mm-hmm. have in common is that we're both from the Midwest, because when I was mm-hmm. talking to my producers and everything, I was like, where is Mary originally from? They're mm-hmm. like, Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm from mm-hmm. Indianapolis, Indiana, so we both from the Midwest, oh, girlfriend. Okay, okay, that cold weather. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I hear, I hear you. <laughs> no, we both don't, but, yeah, don't miss yeah. it. Yes. Well, yeah. I, and one thing about me is that I absolutely love uh, traveling. And so when I got, I think I was about, I don't know, in my early 20s, it was so cold in Detroit. I said, you know, I'm getting out of here. So I moved okay. to Los Angeles during that time. Yeah. Wow. But I still love, I love traveling. I travel me all too. the time. And I got to tell you that I'm actually celebrating almost the 60th anniversary of being in the show business. Oh, being wow. Flo and Diane. We, yeah, we started yeah. singing in 1959. Wow. And, uh, you know, yeah. We're going to go we down just... memory lane, but I want to talk about your grandbabies mm-hmm. first, okay? Let me yeah, talk okay, about whatever. I okay. that you were such <laughs> a proud, proud mother and grandmother and now great-grandmother. Yes. How's mm-hmm. all the family mm-hmm. doing during this corona, corona? 
Well, my daughter, Takessa, she's, it's, in fact, her birthday is Saturday. She turns 44, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's, they're in L.A. <laughs> they're fine. She she has three children, and, and they're in, in college, and uh, they're doing very well. And she calls me every single day. Of course, she thinks she's my mom now. She says, Mom, don't you go anywhere. you got to stay, you know, dress on okay. your mask and this and that. Yes. My great-granddaughter made a mask for me. So, they yeah, oh. they take care of me, but they're all fine. Yes. Well, what kind and of my mask son, was it? What kind of mask? What does uh, it look like? Well, it's not, it was an Afrocentric kind of thing. In fact, okay. I was getting ready to. Once I finish with talking with you, I'm going to go and put it on and take pictures and send it back to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said, Grandma, you got to send me pictures. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. But yeah, so it, they're all fine. They're really fine. I'm very proud of them. My son, however, had a, a misfortune with, with the fires last year because he has a farm up in Malibu. Mm. And uh, so, he, so he's now kind of regrowing his, his whole everything that he's growing up there. And uh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he, they're all fine. The children how, are fine. Yeah. Are you all communicating over FaceTime? How are y'all talking and stuff? My, my my daughter had, I think it was Sunday. She had a, a what? Not a Zoom. This is Zoom. She had what you the call the uh, uh, the other thing where you? Uh, oh, it was Instagram and it was live. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. they, so she, the children because they're all like. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, whatever their age is, some, between that and that. <laughs> and, so, and so they had a live, and, and all day long, everyone could uh, check in and out, and they were making, what do you call them, beignets from Louisiana? Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, so they're doing that, and they're showing my daughter, so now they're supposed to show me how to do it. And today I'm with you. I'm learning mm-hmm. how to do this Zoom. Zoom, okay, so, you know, too. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's, everyone's teaching me. At 76 years old, everyone's teaching me all these things, and so it's all good. You know, everything's fine. Mary, do you realize that you are a living legend? I I don't, you know, I do, but I don't. But people say something. In fact, a couple of people started bowing to me. And I'm like, hey, uh, excuse me, <laughs> get up. Uh, but I, I think because when we started singing in 1959, you know, mm. America was still a segregated area yes. of the world. And, uh, and so I think when we became famous in 1964, it, it really was, it, it made a difference because we were along there with Martin Luther King. We were there with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sammy Davis, Lena Horne, and all these great, wonderful people who had been, you know, they're, they're the ones who really got things rolling. They, they were stars in basically, you know, the black community, but they, they could not even stay in the same places where they were working, you know, the wow. Vegas's and, and, and the Copacabana places like that. So, you know, when we came along TV, just like now, you have all the new tech technology, you know, like the Zoom and the Instagram and the, mm-hmm. the Facebooks. You have all those things. So people are, you know, they know what's going on. But back then, we didn't have anything. So when we came along, TV became very popular. And I think Absolutely. that's where we, the Supremes, became very, very famous because people began to see us, you know, on television. And so I, I'll tell you one quick story. I'll try to make it. I, you know, I write books, mm-hmm. so I talked a long time. That's so right, bro. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> so, so anyway, one year in 1968, uh, we, the Supremes, were performing, I think it was the Eden Rock or the Deauville Hotel in Miami, Florida, Mm -hmm. and this white lady came up to us and she said, uh, oh my God, I'm so proud to see you guys, you know, because, you know, I I allow my my family to stand and watch you on television when you come on Ed Sullivan late at night. And so my brother, 
and you'll know what I'm talking about. He he was he was a wannabe uh, Black Panther, right? Right. He was in the he was in the war in the Vietnam War, and he was stationed over in Dominican Republic, so he had flown over to see us in Miami, and he was standing there. He says, "What the." F, I don't right. care, but you said, what the F does she mean? She allows her, her family to, to stay up and watch you. And so I said, Roosevelt, now you know the Civil Rights Bill was just passed. You know, mm-hmm. white folks didn't want black folks in their home unless they were cleaning them, and they definitely didn't watch you on TV. Absolutely. Now things are changing. They now really things are changing. And she, and she was just trying to say, you know, hey, you know, I we're, we're glad. Yeah, it was just, yeah, just yeah. not like a funny way. But look, I wanted yeah. to go back <laughs> once again. Now, okay. what about yeah. your, your 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 grandchildren? And do they all know mm-hmm. how famous you are? <laughs> They're only just beginning to really realize it. In fact, my daughter, well, my daughter, when she was young, she came up. She said, Mom, she said, do you know my teacher knows you? How, do, how does my teacher know you? <laughs> and so, so... So and she didn't want any pictures of the Supremes, any pictures of us in the house. So they really didn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. I think now I I think now they under she does understand it because she's the CEO of my company. But mm-hmm. her children, my grandchildren, are really just beginning to uh, you know kind of realize that how famous we were. And fact, when I did Dancing with the Stars, they right. they all came out, and that was the first time they really came out and saw. Like, wow, Grandma, you know, because yes. at home, I'm look, my hair is gray, and they, they see me, you know, I'm sleeping on the couch. Uh, I'm just Grandma. Right. Because I'm going to tell you so something, that's something, something else that you and I have in common. <laughs> I did Dancing with the Stars as well, too. Yes, I know. Yes, I, yes, know. I did Dancing yeah, with the Stars. Yes. Like, you know, I, I did it before. I was like one of the, they, mm-hmm. they came after me for a long time. And at first, when Dancing mm-hmm. with the Stars mm-hmm. first came out, it was like, oh, it's the wannabe star, or the the stars that yeah, were like yeah. thrown away. So, you know, now mm-hmm. they, they get huge, huge names to do mm-hmm. the show from mm-hmm. all different yeah. walks of life, from basketball, from sports, to yes. uh, to the music world, to all over the place. So- What, did you like it? What, did you have fun? Well, what, what did you find hard well, on it? Well, let's keep this real. Okay. I, was, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, like you, was booted off. Mm-hmm. Prematurely, mm-hmm. because I'm mm-hmm. gonna be very honest with you, Mary. When I heard that you got booted off first, I was like, "Now get mm-hmm. out of here!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary Wilson has been doing choreography her entire life. I know, but you know, it was. I tell you what, you're right. It was fun, and it wasn't hard for me. The only thing that was hard for me was that having people to tell me what to do. Now I'm telling you this: I don't talk really? about this too often. But well, because I, because it was one of those things where there were people telling me things that I already knew, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I had to do it their way, so it was a little. That was for me wasn't wasn't comfortable. I'm used to running my own company for you know for and years. Of course, years. being the head so, you know, Uh huh. So that I thought that hard, but everything else was fine with me because I mean, like I said, I dancing was not a problem. But you did have to learn it in one week, didn't you? Didn't you yeah. find that hard? Yeah. Well, for myself. <laughs> Um, when I signed up, we got to practice for a little bit. So I had. A oh, you did. Okay. Who was your dance partner? Oh, okay. Who was your dance? Oh partner? God, this cute little guy Branson, and oh. he was just a doll. He was a doll, and he's like the same age as my grandson. So you know, he mm-hmm. was trying to tell me, "Now, Miss Mary, here's the way. Do you have a boyfriend?" I'm like, "No." He he says, "Well, I'll show you how to get them online." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> 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 so I said, no, I don't think I want that. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. We go talk. 
he was, we'll talk about that too, girl. Okay. So wait yeah, but but he was, he really was he was an excellent teacher. I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoyed learning from him. But I was teaching him all about the stars because he didn't know much about Aretha Franklin. I danced one of her records. He didn't know Joe Williams. He didn't know a lot of the older people that we all shoulders we all stand on. Absolutely. So I was teaching him, and he was teaching me. So it really was a good. I I I enjoyed it thoroughly. How did I would have loved to have been on that longer though. You, and you should have been. Just so you know, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little salty about hearing about you leaving first. I didn't yeah, like that. Yeah. How did your fans respond yeah. to you? You know, getting voted mm-hmm. off first. Well, actually, I can't. I don't want to. I don't like to talk too much about it because. I, it, it really was. I thought I thought I was going to be there longer. Okay, mm-hmm. I really did. Uh, okay. uh, and the fans did too. So they were, you know, a lot of people said, "Well, we didn't even watch it, especially my black friends. Oh, <laughs> they said, well, we, didn't, we didn't even watch it until you were on right. and the Supremes fans." But mm-hmm. then other people I had walk up to me, all kinds of women and men. They said, "You know what? We were rooting for you girls, and these were these were Chinese yes. people, you know, yes. Japanese people, these were everybody." So it, you, you know, that's the way it is. We know what it is. We exactly. It's politics is. sometimes. But you know what I mean? But it's you politics, do appreciate yeah. the love mm-hmm. more than anything yeah. else. I'll never forget for mm-hmm. myself, I got kicked off and I was. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was going to be on there a lot longer too because I was finishing in the Me top too. every week. And so I was like, yeah. but I knew my <laughs> dance partner, he wasn't handling the game right. Um, but no, anyway, <laughs> it was a great experience, but I had a chef. I went out to go eat afterwards that he came out to mm-hmm. tell me the menu and what he was going to cook for me. And then he went, and mm-hmm. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't have got kicked off to dance with the stars. I was mad at them. So you know. It oh yeah. yeah. Differently. But let's go yeah, down to sure. you. You did dance okay. with stars, and you looked beautiful. And I, mm-hmm. I was very proud of you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yes. And you know what? Let me say something. I love first of all, and I do want to talk about that. I'm glad that you're doing the podcast. I'm glad everything. I see a lot of your you. A lot of your work, and I'm very proud of the women out there. I yes. spoke to Debbie Allen the other yes. day because I'm thinking about getting putting getting together a Broadway play myself. And you know, I've written three books. I'm doing all these things, yes. and I'm just proud of all the women who are doing those type of things. You know, first of all, women have we've raised our children and grandchildren, uh, you know, since day one. So we have a way of knowing what to do. I'm very happy to see so many women who are. In, in in politics, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Watts and I talk all the time. Uh, you know, we—I mean, there's so many great women out it's there. It's all about girl power. Things. It's all so about I girl want to power. Applaud. I want to applaud. I want to take this moment to applaud everyone, and I'm Thank glad you. that we're sticking together. You know, there was a time when women didn't stick together. Oh well, uh, I know. but now we are. <laughs> so let's go down, memory lane. Okay, let's go down memory lane. Okay. You started singing, which blew me away. At 13 years old, you mm-hmm. were recruited by Florence Ballard to be mm-hmm. in the group at the time. Uh, which, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be very honest with you, when you think of the the, the Supremes, uh, the first thing that comes to your name is thinks is Diana Ross. So when I heard that of Florence course. Ballard mm-hmm. recruited mm-hmm. you to audition mm-hmm. at 13 mm-hmm. at 13 years old, was it? Uh, yes, I was 13. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, did you all uh, realize that when you all started forming this group and then going mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. and becoming the Motown Sound, that how groundbreaking mm-hmm. that it was going to be? 
I don't know. I know we didn't. And okay. Because first of all, first of all, we're talking about a time, and I hate to keep going back to this, but it's the truth, when black people didn't dare to dream. You know, mm. that, you know, you just what our parents told us: just make sure you get some education so that you can yes. do better than I, I did. So that was, you know, so when we started singing, it was basically to have fun. Okay, it so, wasn't about trying to become a, a star or making money. That wasn't on. That wasn't on anybody's not mind that I knew. We were just having fun, you know. And then rock and roll was still new, just like you know, rap is new now and all that kind of stuff. But back then, rock and roll was new. So we just started singing because basically that's what we did. Well. I mean, I always woke up singing, you know, because I thought everybody did. <laughs> I thought everybody they, woke up singing and smiling. And the original <laughs> group, and the original group was four ladies, mm-hmm. and you were we called were the Primates. Ladies. We were called the Primates, and I, I do want to interject that we were formed by uh, two members of the Temptations. One of my favorite guys, cool. Eddie Kendricks, oh. and Paul Williams, and they went wow. on. They went a group, and they went on to become. Uh, Two members of the Temptations, so they so they wanted a girl group to be their partners on these mm-hmm. little record hops and things. So all the older people out there uh, who know what record hops were, uh, and so <laughs> they, they they and so anyway, so Florence's sister was dating one of the guys in the group, and they mm-hmm. were called the Primes. And so she told them that her sister Flo could sing, and Florence and I had been in this little talent show in school. We didn't know each other, but we ended up there, and uh, she, she and I met. And she was Florence had a great voice, first of all. And I'm gonna you need to put your mic, your phone away from your ear because I'm gonna show you what she sounded like, and it can be quite loud. Okay, so I don't want to scare anyone. Okay. But she was only 13. She was like 13 and a half, quote unquote, 14. But she was singing Ave Maria, and she said, Oh, At 13, wow. right? Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa. We all lived in the projects, and everybody could sing in the projects. So then uh, I had my turn, and I was singing one of the Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers songs, songs because I just love Sherman and the Teenagers. And I was singing, um, uh, I'm not a juvenile delinquent. Well, I didn't sing. I pantomimed <laughs> to their record, right? Because I, I, I couldn't sing a cappella. And so afterwards, she said, God, you had that crowd just going. And I said, your voice is great. And so after that, she and I became friends. A couple of weeks later, she said her sister was putting, to, wanted to put this group together because her boyfriend was in this group and he wanted to, you know, yeah, I told you a story. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's how we got together. And one of the guys went over and asked Diane, and that's when the three of us really got together. And we went over to their apartment, and they they said, "Okay, if you can sing." And Betty was there because she dated one of the boys, and she and they put us together. And that's how we started singing. And now, then, but then from there, y'all, how did I want to find out? How did y'all get to Motown? Did you all have to yeah. audition for Barry Gordy? <laughs> how did that happen? Okay. Okay, first of all, we sang around Detroit doing record hops for about a year or two or something like that. And then we decided we wanted to, because we were working with a lot of singers uh, who had been recording at the time, and we said, wow, well, maybe we should start recording. And that's when we auditioned uh, with Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. And uh, so we said, they said, well, yeah, they said, well, we we can get you in there. And eventually we got an audition at Motown. Mr. Berry Gordy said, okay, because we were only about, 15 or 16 then he says well you know let me see come back when after you graduate from high school and we were like really pissed because we, i remember florence said florence said hmm, they can't they can't be that great if they don't know how good we are you know oh. she was really smart 
Florence was very spunky. I mean, she was she was like Pearl Bailey. She had this great sense of humor. But anyway, so we were really pissed on that. But we uh, we ended up just sitting out in their lawn, just uh, you know, waiting for someone to sign us. And eventually, they came out and they they said, "Okay, we need some hand claps." So we said, "We'll do it." <laughs> and then we in, we got in the door. And once we got in the door, honey, we were in. And pretty soon, Mr. Barry goes, "Say, I see you girls are serious. I guess we'll 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 go ahead and sign." Now it. I wanted to. I went to. Uh, I was in. Detroit. Detroit, uh, and I and I got to go to the original house where uh, you did. That, yes, I did. I got a tour through it mm-hmm. and everything, and I was oh, really good. blown away to just like see down in the basement the old way, mm-hmm. you know, old school way of how they put together town. So you guys used to hang out at that house out in front. Studio well, Studio A was where all the records were recorded. Yeah, okay, that was the house. Yes, his yes. That was what we did there. There are lots of books with us sitting out there on the on the steps, you know, kind of trying to get in. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Studio A was where we, the Funk Brothers, you know, the band that, that recorded all the all the music, all the songs that came out of there. And, you know, Marvin Gaye would come in and all the girls would swoon. Oh, my God, he's so fine. Uh, you know, the, the four <laughs> tops. <laughs> there was we another reason why y'all was hanging out. Okay, right. All oh, hard. Right. The, guy, the brothers were fine. The brothers <laughs> were fine. Okay. Uh, the, uh, Marvin Gaye, The Temptations, Four Tops. And mm-hmm. everybody dated everybody else, you know, because that was our neighborhood. Exactly. Uh, and it was, you know, so our neighborhood is where you just date. A lot of people got married uh, within the groups, too. I almost did, but, you know. Anyway, uh, that's another story. Got to read so, my book. <laughs> I, of course, I know this. Like, what's one of your most memorable experiences um, from well, in, I'm, in your career, yeah. from your career so far. I'm, write, I'm writing something. I write this very minute for Wall Street Journal. And that was one of the questions that they had, and I said I can't tell you one because one, we have so many. But one that does stick out was uh, our command performance in 1968 for uh, the royal family in wow. London. And so you got we, to perform we for the there. queen. Yeah, well, and uh, Prince uh, Prince Charles, Princess Margaret, Princess Anne. But let me tell you something. I got to tell you this. Okay, you have girl. your wig line. You have your <laughs> wig line, which I want one too, because I wear all your wigs too. But anyway, <gasps> Thank you. The story is. Oh yeah, I do. So anyway, the story is after the show we did, we all had the we were in the you know the receiving line. Uh, Inkelbert Humperdinck was there. Diane Carroll was there. Patula Clark. A lot of people were there who performed that evening. So anyway, we're there, and and Princess Margaret walks past, and she of all people she stopped in front of me. I don't know why she stopped in front of me. Mm. But anyway, she says she says, "Ooh, is that a wig you're wearing?" <laughs> I was about to, you know, we were growing up in the projects. I was about to punch her out, right? Uh, and the next day, the next day, the newspaper, I Daily Mirror, one of those papers, the front page was us in line, and I and and I was looking at her as if I could kill her, and you know that really hurt me. Because here I am, the crowning moment of our success. I mean, we were three little black girls who had dared to dream, and the dreams come true. And here we are in this re- meeting the royalties, right? And, and you give Princess Margaret the side eye. You know, well, yeah, because we, you know, in the project, I knew people who were just like her, and oh. so I said, but I learned, but I learned something. I learned something from it because even though I was uh, furious with her because she could have whispered and said, "Oh, excuse me, Mary, is that a hairpiece you have on?" And she was, "Is that a wig you're wearing?" Right. And so, and so I said, I. I learned that, you know, people are just people no matter what their, 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 you know, 
what who they are in life. And so I felt, you know, and so I I learned something right then because I thought they were like better than everybody else in the world. People are just who they are. So anyway, that was my crowning moment. (laughs) So let me take it back. So originally there was four of you, four of you who Mm -hmm. decided for the one to leave. Well, what happened was we were four. Betty, who was dating one of the guys, was a little older mm. uh, than us. And so she got married like the next year in 1960. Oh. And, after, and so we, and, and, but we got another girl who was very, very pretty and very cute, Barbara. In fact, mm. unfortunately, 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 and she only just passed. Last month, God rest and her she soul. and I kept, yeah, she and I kept in touch all the time, and she. And the reason she left was because uh, she and her husband, she was getting married. They were about to get married, and she was expecting and all those kind of things, and so she loved her some Willie, honey, mm. and uh, she left because of Willie. So we said, you know what? Everyone's leaving because they're falling in love, and we're not, you know, we're not falling in love. So we'll just keep it three. That's how we became the famous three people. Can I tell you that that kind of reminds me, like, if you think about now, like Destiny's Child with Beyonce and all mm-hmm. of them, and it just ended up being the three of them. Originally, they had four, and they just mm-hmm. kept going mm-hmm. through changes. And finally, they just said, you know what? It's going to be just mm-hmm. the three of us. Now, when it then became yeah. the three of y'all, how was that bond? Mm-hmm. Did you all get along? You know, it's three ladies. We were, we were you know, we were girlfriends. I mean, we, because we went through, you know, adolescent age with, with the three of us and no, nothing else was important, but the three of us, it was such a, people don't realize that. And then I hate when they try to make us, you know, like being jealous of Diane becoming yes. the, the, the famous, the one singing. And that's not true. We loved each other so oh, that's, very much. That's so wonderful now, to hear. Yeah. But you know, what happens in life, I think a lot of people find is a lot of groups, a lot of my female friends who were in groups, said the same thing other people outside come in and try to you know kind of divide you and those kind of things Mm -hmm. uh and that and that's kind of what happens sometimes with friendships if you're a family it's easier to stick together you know sometimes still people come in and and that kind of breaks up the friendship but we were friendships Mm -hmm. go ahead can i ask what's your relation because it's so so funny because you you call her diane and all of us know mm-hmm. her as Diana Ross because I'm going to tell you. She, and as, hey, look, and as and as you should. <laughs> I know, oh, absolutely, honey. You better call her Miss Ross, okay? Don't be yeah, trying well, to see, not call her. Right. That's right. That's right. right. But see, I am. I am her sister. My sister. I still call my sister Cat, and her yes. name is Kathy. Yes. I still call Flo. Flo. Flo, her name is Florence, but I call her Flo because those are the people I love. Those are the people I grew yes. up with, and I know. You know. So that's her. why. That's why, why I do that. That's like, why my, I say my that. Sister, it's no disrespect. It's, it's, yes, no dis- dis- it's no disrespect at right. all. At all. So, mm-hmm. what's your relationship now with <laughs> Diane, also known as Miss Diane Ross? <laughs> <laughs> what was the well, respect well, on you that? Know, <laughs> that's that's right, girl. I mean, I me too because she she accomplished what we we set out to do. She really did. And thank God for Motown Records. Thank God for Barry Gordy. Thank God for Holland Doja Holland because they gave us the products. And so Diane was able to carry it on. So I'm, I have nothing but love for her. And we are still, we, we're not buddies. No, we're not buddies because mm-hmm. she has her life. I have mine and we're in two different lanes, but still we love each other. Period. Now she, Diana Ross was recently in Las Vegas. Did you go see her show in Vegas last year? I I really don't because I don't like to make her feel uncomfortable. No. Oh. 
Yeah. So that's 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 that. <laughs> Did you, you didn't get a ticket? Uh, that, no, girl. You just you just dropped the mic on that one. Wow. Wow. Okay. No, I mean you, you know you know when you know your friends when you know your friends and you know what makes them happy and you know what makes them upset you know why make them upset. I mean, I'm not that kind of person, period. I know, that's right. But can I tell you, sometimes, like me as an actress, like mm-hmm. when you work with other actresses, you can feel when an actress is going to be, she wants you to shine, or it's all about her, if she's the star mm-hmm. of, the, mm-hmm. uh, of mm-hmm. the movie, whether she's going to mm-hmm. be engaging to you. And then if she's not, mm-hmm. you know, it, with experience mm-hmm. and maturity, you don't take that personal. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. That's that, of course. And that's so, you know, I want to ask you. I want to ask you something about that too, because I really have been. I've been studying acting since uh, the seventies, since I went, came out to Vegas, to L.A. Uh, but my singing always was first, and then the children. So I always had, you know, you, that's my excuse. But <laughs> but now that but now that black is really in, and age as well is in too, right? Uh, and women, I I really think that's something I want to pursue now. Uh, at this, I'm 76 years old, so I can, and you, you know, look fantastic. Still, yeah, and you know, and I still, I feel just so good. I want to do something new, so that's what I'm pursuing now. I just wanted to throw that out there. Good, good, good. So, you know, no, the I, people, I, I, I you never, you, 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 you never parent, need to stop. You, you, hmm? I, I produce movies, so I'm gonna put that in my file cabinet, so that if we reach okay. out, I'm like, Mary, I need you to come and do one of my lifetime movies with me. So I want. Well, you, okay. Well, I ain't never told Vivica I wanted to act. No, 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 girl. I, I do because at this age, and I think this is something I want to tell to your audience too. You can never stop dreaming. You should yes. never stop dreaming, and you should never stop wanting to pursue something that you've always wanted to do. Whether you know, I'm not trying to be another star. I got enough stars and, and awards at my house. I mean, I can sit down and rest on my laurels. But I enjoy uh, being a performer. I really do. I mean, that's what I want to do. So, but you don't always want to. You don't always want to stay in the same lane. You know, I, agree. I think you need to. Okay. But I want to talk about awards. You all okay. never got a Grammy, the Supreme? Never, never. What? never. And well, I, we talked about politics and stuff. I don't even know why. Uh, were you all, I think were, did y'all ever get yeah. nominated? I think we were nominated. And at the time, it's amazing. I didn't even know about it because it wasn't a big thing back then. You know, really, we, we, it was all starting very new. So I think when we were nominated, it was uh, just something I never thought about and never thought about not getting it. Because I don't even believe it was televised in those days. Wow. So, uh, you know, no, we never did. But now it really hurts because I see people say, oh, they got 20. Well, we had 12 number one million selling selling records. Wow. We had five. We Save. had five. Con- five consecutive number ones. And then we had one or two that were kind of like top tens. Yes. <laughs> and then we had another five consecutive. So I know it was big in the 60s. And so, you know, it kind of hurts me sometimes when I see people who have so many and we did not uh, because of politics. But, well, that's you know, okay. But you know what, baby? Okay. To all it's our okay. listeners out there, did y'all hear them receipts that Miss Mary Wilson just broke down for you? Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. She broke down all I, of the consecutive hits. Okay. Yeah. So, well, well, and you know what? 
And I'm and I'm enjoying my life. I mean, see, this is another thing I think that people don't realize is that we are we are not our work. We are not what we do, you know. Mm. Uh, and so you got to be happy in life with who you are as Agreed. a human being. And what you do, what you do, pays your bill, and of course, it does gives you you know all these great things you have, the awards, all that stuff. But it doesn't make you who you are. I know a lot of rich folks. Who are uh, who miserable. I is unhappy, miserable, mm-hmm. honey. Okay? okay. So I want to tell the people out there who are listening, you know, don't try to do something because it'll make you a star or you're going to make more money. Because, like, a lot of them are, look at the Elvis Presley and the Marilyn Monroe's and the, yes. and the Marvin Gaye's. I mean, yes. these people, Marvin Gaye had a great talent. And I remember when he, he first did uh, Sexual Healing, we were in London. And he called me over to his apartment, he and his uh, wife at the time, Jane's apartment. And he said, I want you to hear this new record and tell me what you think. And he plays sexual, sexual healing. I said, Marvin, this is fair. Are you kidding? He says, you think it's, they're going to love it? I'm like, are you kidding? Yes, they're going to love it. did they love it ever. So I want to ask <laughs> you, know, what do you think has contributed to your longevity? Like you said, it, it, you, your work do, hasn't defined your life, but you've been doing this for a very long time. And I told okay. you when before we started the interview that um i had to depress today and i let everyone know mm-hmm. that i was in i was interviewing the legendary mary wilson and everyone had going- the <laughs> kindest words to say about you one guy honey he forgot all about me he's like oh my god he was at some event and you were there and Smokey robinson was there and baby he just mm-hmm. went on and i was like okay can we get back to me <laughs> you are loved. what about me huh? right. what can we about get back me? to me and you are so um, loved What's contributing well, to that longevity? I, I well, I think my mom, my mom, Johnny May. In fact, I was I said I was writing this piece today for Wall Street Journal, and I'm speaking about my mom and and how I was raised by my aunt and uncle, but my mother uh, couldn't read and write. Mm. And one when I finally when we when they finally gave me back to her, I was like I don't know eight or nine years old, maybe ten, and uh, and she was such a loving person. That I um, and and she she had in her eyes. I mean, she was she she was never angry. She was just this beautiful angel. I always said I was wow. raised by an angel, and so I think that I have a lot to attribute to her being who she was. And uh, you know, I hope that I have. I mean, I've done so many things that she, you know, she approached. Oh, my child, my poor child. But uh, <laughs> but still, I hope I got some of her good parts. You know, some of, all of her good parts. Yeah, yeah. So speaking, I, I attributed it to her. Mm-hmm. And speaking of your mother, um, mm-hmm. you said that your mother couldn't read and write, which, you know, sounds so mm-hmm. surprising because, you know, nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, people take education for granted. And oh, sure. I, I, I was told that your mother, because she couldn't read or write, that that was your motivation to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was one. It, that was my motivation because she always said that she wanted her children to get education. And in fact, the black community was all about that as well. I mean, I, just, yeah. I don't want to just say my mom. The black community that was so stressed. We had great teachers in Detroit, Michigan. So glad it's on its way back too. But anyway, so she she always said she wanted a, one of her children to at least go to college. And when my son died uh, in a car accident in nineteen ninety four. Uh, I decided to just move out of L.A. and go to New York. And I lived in New York for about 10 years. And that's when I decided to go back to college because I said I needed something to help me get through losing my son. How old was your son? He was 14. He was 14. 
Wow. And so I needed to get, you know, I needed to, you know, I, I need to be back on stage. And how can I be back on stage with all this pain and this heaviness? And so I said, well, you know what? I've got to do something totally different. So that's when I moved to my favorite city, New York. Okay. Well, London is. London is my favorite city, too, but New York. And uh, then, of course, I thought about mom. I said, because I didn't live far from NYU. And I said, you know what? Mom always wanted to. I said, I'm going to college. And so I went to college and got my associate's degree. But it was my mom and my son. So you graduated. Out. You graduated from NYU at 57 mm-hmm. years old? Uh, I, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't do much in math. So I was someplace like that, 50 or 60. Right. I mean, I just find that so amazing. Cause let me tell you something, honey, the last thing is, you know, now everybody's having to homeschool their children and they have problems with the fourth grade and math and everything. And oh yeah. Told me that I would have to homeschool one of my six guy children. I'd be like, Ooh, okay. Let's get a tutor. <laughs> yes, that's right. Especially for that math. I was never good at math at all. Yeah. I can't count. <laughs> so the fact that you went to college at, you know, later in life and that you graduated, yes. mm-hmm. I, that's just commendable. Mm-hmm. It really is. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I, you know what? It, it was something I think that you, you know, we don't really pay attention to our parents till we get a little older. Then we say, wow, mom and dad, they really, they knew, they were smart. They knew, I, I thought they were dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, that that stayed in my mind. It was the same thing. I had a teacher like that, Mr. Boone, who was wow. my English teacher when we, we were at, at uh, uh, trying to, you know, get the record deal at Motown. And we were still in high school. So I wanted to graduate, my teacher said, Miss Wilson, if you want to graduate from this school and sing with that little group down at Motown, you better pass my English class. So I wrote a paper and he said, uh, after I got the paper back, he says, Miss Wilson, he said, I want you to know this paper is brilliant. You should become a writer. Well, somehow or another, that must have stuck in my mind and I listened (laughs) to him and and I I have three books now. Yes, you do. We're going to talk about those. Okay. Um, and then also, let, let's talk about, you know, like, you look amazing for 76 years oh. old. Like, when I when I heard that, I was like, wow, honey, I have seen this woman, and she looked good. She keeps it together. But you suffered a heart attack in 2006? Uh, and a stroke, yeah. I, and I a had stroke? a TIA or TSA, what you call it, not TSA, t- it must be TIA, a little stroke, mini stroke. Mini stroke, yeah. And yeah, and uh, and uh, then after that, I had a slight heart attack. So, but you know, Black America yes. genetically, we we come with a lot of these things, and yes. and you know, the soul food has a lot to do with it. But then, for me, I think, and then I was a smoker. I gotta admit that that was one of the big oh, things. So all these surprising. things that we do wow. when we're young. Yeah. yeah, all these things yeah. we do when we're young, you know, they sometimes they come back on you. And those are the things I, I guess I, I've i had to deal with. Oh, I was at Betty Davis, honey. I was like, oh, Peter, Peter, doll, you know, with my, my long cigarette. I, I did the whole thing, okay? Because yeah, it used to be glamorous, you know what I mean? Remember, I, remember, yeah. I remember growing up in Indianapolis, Indiana, them big old mm-hmm. billboards for Virginia Slims, girl, and the ladies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Glamorous and so fabulous coming to find out mm-hmm. the menthol cigarettes going to hurt you, okay? So we got to let people know, especially our African-Americans out there, that once we get 40, over 40, mm-hmm. you know, we are the leading cause of heart disease. So that's why we got to watch right. our diet. We got to take care of ourselves. We got to exercise. Uh, we got to do those things to take care of ourselves. Because like you said, you, the fact that you survived having a stroke, you still look as good as you do, girl. You did the right thing. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you're doing yeah. it right. 
Well, I do. I do. Uh, I've always been. I've, in fact, I was a vegetarian when I moved out to L.A. in the 70s. I, I became a vegetarian. So I pretty well ate right. So when those started happening, I'm like, well, how could this happen to me when I, I mean, I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat pizzas. Mm-hmm. I don't eat any of this stuff. I do Stress. love me some ice cream. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so <laughs> don't tell anyone I said that. Oh, the podcast, everybody knows. But anyway, <laughs> the, the thing is, we do, we and we do for black Americans we do have to know that these things are, you know, they're upon us. And if they we don't really do take, make the right steps to take care of our health, you know, it, it can kill. And so that's what I'm dealing with now. All right. and, and, and then, you know, so we're dealing with that. But I, I do look good. Now. I drink a lot of water. I, I sleep well and all those kind of things. But you I have to cut out a lot of things. Good. I have you to cut out my right. caviar and all my stuff. Okay. Oh, girl. Mm. <laughs> So you, you, you said something about, you know, that when you turned in that excellent book report that your teacher mm-hmm. said, you're just excellent. Mr. Well, Boone. Are, yes, Mr. Boone, that you said mm-hmm. he told you that you're an excellent writer. You are now. And we another thing we have in common, sweetheart, we're both authors, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm, I, yeah. I've, I've only done one book. You are now on your third book. And your mm-hmm. third book is called Supreme Glamour. Glam, glamour, yes. Glamour, yes. What well, did you write the book? Yeah. Well, my, my, this last book is more about uh, our glamorous gowns and uh, the glamorous career. So I didn't really go into uh, the text. Text is not really about the bi- biographies because mm-hmm. I did that in our first two books. But uh, I do have every every show we did that I could come up with or remember I have that in the book so there is a lot for those people who are historians and they keep up with everything so it's all that's there but it's all about the gowns and it's a pictorial book more less Ooh. a coffee table book pretty large uh, oh I, I love uh, and I, a coffee mm-hmm. table book can I tell you that yes yeah. Yes, yeah. sometimes I'm so, not a super it, big reader because I got to read so many scripts all the time that sometimes I, I'm I very know. visual. And I, so I, I, I that that's probably going to be an excellent coffee table book. So I'll send you one. You just make sure someone gives me the address. I'll send it to oh, wherever I you want. Oh, I will take it. And, and it's, take it's a really gorgeous. Oh, oh, well, well, now, wait a minute. I'm going to also send you guys uh, uh, my my little video I did for the uh, the, the coronavirus because I have a mask on and, and, and I'm talking. And then at the end, I said, and wash your hands. But in the first, I have this week and I said, I know you guys are wondering why I have this 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 mask on. This, but, but it's because I, 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 I've been in the house for about three weeks now and I, and I don't have any makeup on. So I have to put the mask on. I noticed so, now, is it true that you and and Diane, Diana, Miss Diana Ross, mm-hmm. uh, you better call her Diana, okay? Yes, I did. I said Miss Diana Ross. I corrected myself. That you all made some of the costumes yourselves. Yes, we made a couple because uh, back then uh, Diane was in. Uh, uh, she had home not home economics. Uh, she was dealing with clothes. I forgot what it. I forgot. Yeah, but it was it's another name for <laughs> the professional oh, okay. name because she went to a she went to a, a, a cast tech in Detroit, which was really a, a more a school 
geared toward people who wanted to go to college and all. So, you know, she was in that, in that and that. But in our, my school on the east side, I went to Northeastern where we had home economics and we learned right. how to bake. We didn't know how to cook. We learned how to sew. We learned yep. how to do all those kind of things. So when she and I got together, you know, we, 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 we made a couple of our outfits. I think we made two. But she was much, much better than I I was. But anyway, she was, it did, we, we did, yes. But we didn't make any of the the ones that we came, you know, that we wore on that Sullivan show. Those were very done by designers. At that point. Famous about, yeah, yeah. Bob Mackey and yes. Michael Travis and those yes. kind of people, yeah. Ooh, girl, mm-hmm. drop all them fashion yeah. icon names, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna have fun looking at these pictures. These pictures are are really beautiful because I had all the gowns that I have photographed at the Grammy uh, uh, Museum in L.A. on their stage there. So we now, ne- now next year you all will be celebrating the 60th anniversary of the Supremes. What does that mean to you? Well, uh, 60 years, I mean, that I'm still here. God is good. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm really still here, uh, and especially at this time with this coronavirus around, you know, people are, my, some of my best friends are passing, and I'm really not happy about that. But I'm I'm thrilled that uh, I can still be here, because most people give you these accolades when you're dead. Oh, she was exactly. so great, and they did this, uh-huh. and some friends did that. I'm like, wait a minute, I want to receive mine while I'm here. So I'm happy that I am, yeah, still alive and, and um, happy. If Diane, if Miss Diana Ross asked you all, hey, let's get together and 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 do a little tour or do a show in Vegas, would you be up for that? That's the only way it could happen. Yeah. Period. Okay. If if Diane wanted to, at this point, you know, I really don't think that she wants to, and so that's her that's her right, you know. Well, I tell you, it would sell out, honey. I'd be there. I'd be there with bells on, with my gown on, ready, you know, because you guys <laughs> are part of our history. I mean, you're just legends, and 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 that's what I yeah. said when I found out that you wanted to do uh, my podcast, was that I was like, I'm yes. so glad that I can let her know how much mm-hmm. I appreciate it and give her her roses while she's still here, <laughs> you know? Because well, every, time let, let, let you, you, every time mm-hmm, I see you, every time I see you, even though it's at the mm-hmm. spa, whenever you walk away from me, I'm like, wow, Mary Wilson. <laughs> For real, oh, I do. Girl. I mean, I don't fan out. I don't because, you know, we've been seeing each no, other. But every time I do see you, it's always love and it's always, it's just a good feeling, you know? Yeah, well, great. Well, speaking of a good feeling, you, you dating anyone special? Honey, I'm keeping <laughs> social d- distances. What are you talking about? I know I'm not. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind having a companion. I have loads of female friends. We, you know, whatever we yes. can get together, we have a great time, honey. We have a ball. Yeah. But no, I don't. I don't. Uh, Would you be you know, interested in know. online dating? All my, some of my friends have, and um, they like it. But I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I know too many people, and I know them. And so to, to to date someone and I don't know, oh no, I don't know. I want to know what I'm getting. <laughs> Can I tell you something? No, no, I'm no. Old, I'm old school like that too. Because I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I need to like see you and feel a spark. Mm-hmm. I need to get those butterflies. And then, you know, people, they be lying yeah. on the internet too, child. I'm this, I'm that. I- with them, with them mm-hmm. fingers, them typing fingers, making themselves more than what they are. And they're usually lying. So I'm, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. like you. I need to see you and go, ooh. I want to see him again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do too. So I'm, I, I'm open, but it has to be, 
you know, it has to be that. I, 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 you know, I've known, I've had too many boyfriends, maybe that's why I don't have any now. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, and so, you know, you get to know people you know, and you get to know how they can manipulate and do these type of things. So, uh, you know, I'm just too old for that right now. And when I say old, I think in my mind, I'm only 15, but I'm talking about numbers now. So the numbers, the numbers don't lie. Okay. So there you go. So let, let's talk about like, Nowadays, like you said, you're seeing so many wonderful women in control, like you're seeing mm-hmm. us being mm-hmm. producers and directors. And how about what mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. could you pass on to these younger girls? Because, you know, I'm seeing mm-hmm. a lot of the younger girls that are in the mm-hmm. business that a lot of them are getting frustrated because they sign mm-hmm. these contracts. Mm-hmm. They don't read the contracts. What advice mm-hmm. would you pass on to young females? Okay, and I'm going to address the last thing you said because it was one of the first things that we did wrong. Uh, at the age of 16, when we signed our contract with Motown, we did not read the contract because all we wanted to do was sing. You know, we didn't know anything about no contracts. and it, I would have given away my grandchildren had I thought I was going to have any. But uh, so make sure you read those contracts. That's the yes. first thing I, I wanted to say that. That's the first thing. But in terms of what I would say to to people, no matter what business you're going into, is to really look into what makes you happy as a human being. Because yeah. uh, if you got, you're going to have to work. Most of us have to work. I mean, everybody's not uh, superstars or have money, you know. So if you're going to have to work and make money, you might as well enjoy what you do. Now, having said that, having said that, make sure that you learn about what you want to to do. You know, if it's a, even if it's an accountant, whatever it is, make sure you do some some. Now, you these people can click a button and you can pull up uh, internet, YouTube, or whatever, and find out everything you need on there. See if there's something you really are going to want to spend sixty years like I have. Yes. Uh, doing it. Now, if, if, if you do, but then go on to, but also have a back, something on the background too. Don't just go for one thing. Absolutely. Uh, Can I tell you, you I've know, been, have several. I've mm-hmm. been so blessed in my career. Um, today was the premiere yes, you of, have. Of, of my podcast. And my first guest was my business partner, uh, Lita Richardson, who I've been working with for decades. Oh, okay. And I always, Mm -hmm. and that was one of the things that she expressed to me so much when I first got into show business, because she was my Mm -hmm. um, entertainment lawyer. And I would be like, girl, how much am I paying? And when is the check coming? She said, "Uh -uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I used to be like, girl, Lita would read my contracts with a magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, Lita, come Mm -hmm. on, girl, can we all sign this contract so we can close it? She says, Mm -hmm. no, Vivica, I want you to know what you're signing up for and what you're getting Mm -hmm. into and what you're entitled to. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm glad that you are saying that. Here you are, a mm-hmm. living legend, mm-hmm. that you're telling mm-hmm. these young girls, hey, make sure, read them mm-hmm. contracts, sit down, mm-hmm. you know? And then I want to mm-hmm. tell a lot of them too, take the time, get a little entertainment lawyer, spend that little bit of money for somebody to read your contract so you know exactly yes. what you are signing up for. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. In fact, that's what I'm, I'm actually at the time in my life now, because we had Motown to do everything for us, you know, mm. so we really didn't. I mean, I actually didn't know how to make uh, sign my uh, my my checking account. I didn't know how to do that <gasps> until I was like probably co- close to 30. 
Are you, you know? serious? <laughs> oh, I'm very serious because we, we were princesses. We were blacks. I say black American princesses. Okay, we didn't have to do anything. They did everything for us. But in the interim, what happened was I think I lost a lot of my capabilities of doing things myself. So it's yes. taken me many years to really learn how to I still don't really know business. I'm still looking for a business partner myself. But it's, it's, it's t- it can take it once you get past 21. It gets harder to learn things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So to try to do it when you learn when you're early, and also you you brought something up that's very important to try to find the right partner. Yes. You know, find someone who really you know is into you and actually knows things that maybe you don't know and that will share yeah. that. Some yes. people know things and they don't share you anything. That's why you hear a lot of entertainers, they, they say they went bankrupt or yep. whatever. Because, you know, like me, I've lost a lot of money but because, you know, you allow your other people to do it and you don't know what they're doing and why they're doing that and, you know, uh, saving, you know, your, your your all that stuff. You don't all know what they're stuff. doing. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. no, it's true. All of that. So that's a few things I can tell you. But I all right, you y'all. You should, all, young... you, you, should, you should also read my other book, uh, Dream Girl. Right. Tell when us, you get okay. a chance. So your first book was? Dream Girl, My Life is a Supreme. Second book? And I think I was at first, uh, second book was Supreme Fate, Someday We'll Be Together. That one wasn't as popular. The first one was a bestseller. And it was really quite good. I think I was one of the first artists to really write a book. I love uh, it. I think, yeah, I think maybe Tina's book may have been before mine. But other than that, especially I was the first one at Motown, I know for sure. And, and your so, I mean, third I think, book? I think I, and your my third, third book? The third book was actually just a combination of the two with updated chapters. Now, the fourth one is the one we just spoke about, Supreme Glamour. That's why sometimes I say three, you know. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, Queen, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. I'm I'm so glad that I could take the time to let you know that you are a living legend. Every time I see you, you fill my heart with joy and that I'm glad that I was able to give you your roses today. Okay? Okay. <laughs> that is so sweet. All and, right. and, and, and and you know what? Right back at you. Right back at you. I appreciate you that. Should, you should know that. You should know that from from others that what you're doing, we're watching too and admiring you too. So Thank we you need so to all admire each other because we are we are doing a lot. And now it's out in the open. We always did. Women always have. But I think now it's out in the open. My, Maxine Waters is one of my favorite people. And I know she is yours too. So I'm just saying that people out there who are doing so well and I applaud you all and I'm so happy to have been just in your life a a little bit. I appreciate that. All right, y'all. This leads me to our hustle hack on my podcast, (laughs) Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. We always have a hustle hack. So today's hustle hack is hashtag keep it going. Darlings, (laughs) no matter what business you're in, Make sure you know what you're getting into and keep it going. Find new chapters for yourself. There's going to be lots of ups and downs, but no matter what life brings you, you got to work hard and you have to keep it going. I say, honey, keep it moving.com. Okay. <laughs> so, Ms. Mary Wilson, thank you so much for being um, on my podcast, Hustling with Vivica Fox. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Well, I have a website, marywilson.com. Uh, hey, I okay. think that's it. And then how about uh, <laughs> and, rem- your music? And, and, and remember, remember 
to dare to dream. I love because that. Dreams love do, because dreams do come true. That's, we, my, that's my little motto. And they can also go online and buy your new book, Supreme Glamour, correct? Yes, I believe it's on Amazon. Uh, I not believe it is on Amazon, of course. Good, good, good. So y'all go out on Amazon yeah. and get y'all beautiful coffee table book, Supreme Glamour. And as I said, Mary Wilson, thank you so much for being on my podcast. So darlings, you can find me on Instagram at Miss V Fox, on Twitter at Miss Vivica Fox. I got all my blue checks and I'm verified. There's also uh, a new social media tag for my podcast. It's at Vivica Hustling. Subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with your girl, Vivica A. Fox. And I need y'all to listen now. Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. Mwah.